0: Thank you for tuning tuning in to another episode of Mouth Sword Ministries. I'm your host Timothy Aaron, and I'm joined with Rhonda Kay. And uh, we're going to be talking about idolatry today, idolatry, the various forms of idolatry. But before we get started, we're going to open up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for everything you've done for us. All the mercy and your grace and your peace and your provisions and everything you do for us, Lord, and uh, we just can't thank you enough for everything you've done for us. Uh, we just ask that you open up our eyes and our ears to your word so that we can better understand your word. And uh, we know that the Bible is just full of knowledge and wisdom and, and truth that takes more than a lifetime to know. So we just ask that you continue to give us insight and understanding on your word so that we can be better and better and better. These things we ask in the mighty, wonderful, precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, idolatry. We're going to talk about some of the various forms of idolatry, and um, I think that's important. You know, um, in 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 the Old Testament, you know, when we talk about idolatry, you tend to think about statues people bound down before statues, praying to statues, idols, uh, some sort of golden calf or something like that. But uh, idols are are not limited to statues. You know, we can make something into an idol. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, we can put value and give something man-made priority over God and over his word. So that's what we want to talk about today. And uh, of course, the first thing that comes to my mind is money. You know, a lot of people feel more secure, more at peace, and all of that when their money is right. And then when their money is funny, they panic mm-hmm. and uh, stuff. And so um, I'm sure God is not pleased with that. Um, first of scripture that comes to my mind is Matthew six twenty four: No man can serve two masters. For he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon, or or money, or material wealth. And uh, so, you know, people can spend their whole life striving to get more money and more money and more money and lose out on some of the more uh, precious things of life, like relationships, love, family, and stuff like that, so... Uh, that's a big one right there. I mean, right. that's the most obvious one, too, mm-hmm. money. <coughs> so we got to keep money in its proper perspe- uh, place. Um, the Bible says for the love of money is the root of all evil. So we can't love money. You know, That's the last thing we want to do is love money. And we can't allow money to be a motivator to where we put it above God. Right. So, of course, we all need to make money because we need to pay bills and we need to eat and we need to you know do all kind of stuff and we like to have fun when it comes to money but we got to keep money in its proper place Mm -hmm. what's another one guns guns that's a really good one you know some people they can't they can't have a good night's sleep if their gun is not by their side right and i think that's a problem with god you know god don't want us uh putting our peace and our rest and our security in something man-made. Right. You know? And um, so, like, I work with guys, like, one of my coworkers, he got over 20 guns. And uh, he will tell you it's a hobby, but on the other hand, he would tell you it's a security thing, too. And and the thing about it is, he can have 20 guns, but if the other person gets to him first, what good are those 20 guns going to be? Right. (laughs) So... Um, we got to learn how to trust in the Lord. You know, God is, God said he'd be with us. You know, he won't leave us or forsake us. Um, so we got to learn how to trust in the Lord a little bit better when it comes to uh, what we put our trust in and our confidence in, our faith in. We don't want to make these things an idol. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read uh, the opening part of the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter twenty. Uh, it's just really interesting. Uh, we're going to start at verse 3, Exodus chapter 20, starting verse 3 down to verse 6. It says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make, any, uh, make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them Nor serve them, for I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children until the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. He's saying there, in the Old Testament, he said, if you bow down and worship idols, and if you have other gods before me, and if you make idols, he said, He's a jealous God. He's going to not only get the perpetrator, but he's going to get their children down to four. Fourth and fifth, what do you say? Third and fourth generations. Mm -hmm. So, because he said he hates it, and he said if you hate me in that way, I'm gonna hate you back, (laughs) basically. (laughs) So God don't like idolatries and you putting things before Him and you not making Him priority number one, number one, right? right. And then He says in verse six, He says, um, and, and He says He would show mercy unto thousands of them that love Me. And keep my commandments. You know, Jesus said that in the New Testament. He said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. Uh, so it's about putting God first, keeping God first, and not l- allowing man-made things or anything or even a, a person. Get it, right. come before God. I was going to right. say that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So um, another good one. Well, we talked about money. We talked about guns. Another good one is Education. H- H- H. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people really get proud mm-hmm. and really feel secure when they go to college and that's another man-made institution that we should keep in its place right you're yeah, right um, sometimes things are okay and sometimes things are good but people individuals a lot of times can have a tendency to make something a priority when it shouldn't, Mm -hmm. you know, put it above God. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you go to college and you bust your butt and you strive and you sweat and you work overtime to get this degree and you have never come close to doing anything like that for God, you've made education an idol. Yeah. You know, you you have showed God in your actions and in your sacrifices that it is a priority mm-hmm. to you, this man-made establishment. It's before uh, God. It's you before God, bec- right. God, right? Right. Um, so you have to you have to watch that mm-hmm. because God looks at those kind of things. Um, in Psalms, uh, David talks a lot about uh, how God looks at the heart. He says the heart and the reins. In other mm-hmm. words, He looks at your mind, your right. intent. Uh, he's judging you and he's looking at what you do yeah. and to to see if you are prioritizing something something above him and that and cuz that can be problematic if you do that so uh, i just want to watch watch uh, you hear people all the time oh education education is automatic it's an automatic celebration when you hear somebody's mm-hmm. going to college when you hear somebody just got a degree and and uh, like in the church, people clap and give a standing ova- ovation, you know, when somebody gets a college degree. And and the reason why I'm bringing that up is I, re- I used to go to college and um, I remember one time I went to church during the summer back in my city and there was this uh, other person there that I knew that went to college and. The church that such and such and such just graduated from college and then the whole church stood up and gave that person standing ovation. But see, I knew about the abortions and the one night stands and and all the sin and how that person basically put off their Christian walk Mm -hmm. in the name of getting a higher education because they they could not raise no child and get this education. So they aborted the child, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And um, they didn't marry, but they had several relationships. And and Paul says, for it is better to marry than to burn. Mm-hmm. And so my point is, they put the pursuit of that education over uh, their walk with the Lord right? and the commandments of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so this that's a really good example of what I'm talking about, how we could put something above God, even though going to college and getting a degree is not face value a bad thing no it's not but, but if you put it above God in his word now you just made it in the idol right, see you know what I'm saying prioritize. and so the whole church was standing giving standing ovation for the college and they didn't know all the transgressions and the sins so I wonder if God was giving them a standing ovation probably not probably not you know God was probably jealous yeah that that person put that college degree so highly esteemed above his word and made all those sacrifices mm-hmm. you know so that's another one. Um, how about we talked about uh guns? okay, but um Money. what about marriage license? Okay, yeah, that's another good one. Uh, marriage license. Oh man, I can't say enough about that one. Um, let me read this verse here. Luke chapter sixteen, verse fifteen. It says, now this is Jesus talking, and he's talking about the Pharisees. He says, and he said unto them, ye are they which justify yourselves before men. Okay, you justify yourselves before men. You try to find, he's talking about political correctness, Mm -hmm. trying to fit in what's popular. Okay, trying to do it the way everybody else does it. Okay, you try to justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your heart. Now there's that word heart again, and that's what Dave was talking about in Psalms, how God looks at the heart and the reins. In other words, he's looking at your mind, and he's looking at your motives. You know, what's your motive? What's your angle? Where are you coming from? God, Jesus, they're always looking at that. So that's why two people can be doing the same thing. One person can be wrong, and another person can be right, mm-hmm. because one person's motives are wrong. Right. Um, so he says, but God knoweth your heart, for that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Okay? So, there can be something that's traditional. There can be something that's cultural. There could be something that most people do. And it could be highly esteemed. Everybody can give you a pat on the back. But the Bible is teaching us that, you know, God, it, it, it could be an abomination before God. You know, if you're making it an idol, if you're mm-hmm. putting it before his word. And um, so I just when it comes to the marriage license, I believe that is one of the 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 idolatry things that most people don't even recognize because God told us what marriage is. Mm-hmm. He says, therefore, shall a man leave father and mother and cleave to his wife and they too should become one flesh. Wherefore, when God is joined together, let not man put asunder. People don't defi- make that the definition for marriage. No, they don't. They say marriage is when you go to the courthouse mm-hmm. and get a marriage license. Yeah. And then they even created a sin called shacking up, right. which is not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, So this is probably one of the trickiest <laughs> uh, forms of idolatry out here today. Most people don't even recognize it. It just goes without saying marriage is when you go to the courthouse and get a marriage license and if you don't do that then you're not married and that's not what the bible says right you know the bible says man leave father and mother and cleave to his wife they two become one flesh and then if they stay together then they are married that's what jesus was teaching in matthew chapter 19 and so <clears throat> what about the woman at the well when uh, she it up no one of the newer bibles made that a story about a, a, a woman who had had five husbands And the man that she was now with was her live-in boyfriend. That's what the newer Bibles teach. Mm -hmm. They added the word living to the text. But according to the original translation, the word living never was there. Mm -hmm. So the woman at the well, John chapter 4, she was a woman who had had five husbands. And the man she was now with, that was not her husband, was a John. She was a prostitute. The woman was at the well getting water. She was a prostitute and she was going back to perform services, f- prostitution. Could have been the same woman in Luke chapter seven, the, the sinful woman that, that Luke talks about. So the Bible never makes a distinction on who has a marriage license and who don't. The Bible mm-hmm. never does that. The, this is what the church just started doing in the 1900s. So that <coughs> is one of the, probably the most subtle and trickiest forms of idolatry today that the church is going to have to repent of because they have gone down the wrong road uh, with this one. So, um, but yeah, these are all, these are all, to me, forms of idolatry. Um, Money, guns, uh, insurance. We didn't talk about insurance, did we? No, we Mm -hmm. didn't talk about insurance. No, we didn't. Insurance, uh, that's another one. Uh, A lot of people don't feel secure, don't feel safe unless they have insurance. And like I said, insurance in itself isn't wrong, but God is looking at your heart, he's looking at your mind to see what level of value are you placing on your insurance. You know, some people, they got every form of insurance out there, they got every warranty out there, they even got insurance for the insurance. And that kind of person is leaning on insurance probably a little too much, you know? And uh, God is looking at that. God is like, well, where, where do I fit in? Where are mm-hmm. you trusting me for? If you got all of these insurances, you know, uh, health care, uh, auto insurance, um, uh, life insurance. And, and, you know, like I said, all of these insurances, it, it don't have to be wrong, but you got to watch your heart and you got to watch the level of value you put on anything man-made. Right, that's the most important thing right, right there, what you just said. Right. Got to watch your heart. Got to watch and it. And the motive behind it. Mm-hmm. Because you can be paying insurance for 10, 15, 20 years, and then that company company can go out of business. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't trust in man like that. And some people, they 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 panic if their insurance runs out or if their insurance lapses and they trying to scramble and get the money to pay their next premium. And, and it's like relax, man. You know, it ain't that deep. If you if you're a believer, we're talking about Christians here. Right. Okay. Now, of course, the world they need every bit of insurance they can get. If they don't know Jesus, you need <laughs> you need every every gun you can get, every dollar you can get, all the insurance you can get. But if you got Jesus, then you need to be able to relax and trust in the Lord. And and make him first. Right. And then if you can afford to do little stuff here and there, like get you a gun or get you some insurance and, you know, and yeah, keep it moving. But don't make those things the priority. Absolutely. I agree. Right. You have any uh, thing to add to this? I think this was a pretty good topic. It that was. It. it is a pretty good topic. But I have something and it's kind of not on the same topic. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know, like, you said that God is a jealous God and, um okay so why is it that he 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 don't want us to be jealous but he's jealous well he never said we we couldn't be jealous he just like he would say be angry but sin not mm-hmm. you he know so it, it, it's a balance there you know we can get jealous you know and uh but don't don't sin right you know and, and because god is at the top he got a right to be jealous you know we got to praise and worship <laughs> him and keep him first and and give him all the glory and the thanksgiving and stuff. And if we find ourselves, you know, worshiping something else, you know, and putting something else for him, he's going to get jealous. Mm-hmm. And in the Old Testament, and in, 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 uh, as we read in the Ten Commandments, he's going to get jealous and he's going to make you pay. You said <laughs> to, the, to the third and fourth generation, you're going to take it out on your kids, too. So, but we thank God that now in Jesus, you know, we can, uh, Jesus is our Lord and our Savior and we can, uh, we don't have to worry about. All the kind of Old Testament penalties, but, uh, but yeah, that was a good point. Okay, if uh, you'd like to weigh in on this topic of idolatry and what you you might think that we might have missed something, you might want to add to the idolatry list we talked about here. We would love to hear from you. You can contact us at uh, T. Aaron at ThiefInTheNightMinistries dot com. Uh, that's T. Aaron at ThiefInTheNightMinistries dot com. Or you can get us at uh, Mouthsword at gmail.com. That's uh, Mouthsword at gmail.com. Okay. Well, no, it's Mouthsword Ministries at gmail.com. Yeah, sorry about that. So we would love to hear your questions and comments. And um, so with that being said, we're going to end in prayer. Um, If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, um, I would like to offer you that invitation right now. Um, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except by me. And so he is the only way to God. He is the only way to heaven. And um, so if you don't know him, why don't you make him your Lord and Savior today? John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Romans 10 and 9, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. All you have to do is just confess that Jesus is Lord and you just ask him to come into your life and be your Lord. And then you start learning of him. Uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Those are four great books of the Bible to learn about Jesus and what he asked of his people. And so if you do that, that would be the best decision you will make in your life is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Okay, I'm going to end in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you again uh, for your word. Thank you for peace that passes all understanding. Uh, Thank you for your favor, the favor that only you can give, the doors that only you can open. We just thank you for all of that, Lord. Uh, we just thank you for providing uh, us with everything we need, uh, food, clothing, shelter, uh, cars. We just thank you for everything, Lord. We, we just give you praise and glory and honor. We just ask that you help people who are hurting, uh, people who don't know you. Uh, we ask that you allow them to come to know you and uh, so that they can get on their feet and uh, so that they can uh, make life make sense in Jesus' name. Uh, Help the homeless, help the hurting. These things we ask in the mighty, wonderful, precious name of Jesus. We give you praise always and forever. Blessed, blessed, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen.